0: Is Nia Jax unsafe? Quick answer, yes. However, there's some caveats to it, and uh, there's other things to consider. But overall, I mean, you could objectively measure and look at how dangerous she is. But before we can get into why she's dangerous... We need to establish what exactly makes a pro wrestler dangerous. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I have trained in pro wrestling. It was only for a few months, but I did train. Now, I'm not saying that to be like, "Oh, I'm this all-knowing guy that knows everything about the business and I'm like this this fucking guy on top of the mountain that has all the answers to all the problems that wrestling." No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. However, It it helps to have insight and it helps to have experience in having complete trust in someone that you're working with inside the ring. Because the entire premise of wrestling, the, the, the most important thing, the first thing you learn, the first thing that gets drilled into your head when you step into a wrestling ring, and the most important thing that... You need to have at the top of your mind throughout your entire wrestling career is that you have to protect your opponent. You know, you have to make things look good. You have to think, make things look strong. You have to have offense that looks as legitimate as possible to preserve the, the legitimacy of the art But above all else, you have to protect your opponent. If you can't protect your opponent, you shouldn't be a wrestler. Period. Because nothing matters if you're fucking injuring people left and right. Now, I ask to you, do you think Nia Jax protects her opponents? I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you can only tell so much watching from home. You can only tell so much looking on as an audience member on how well somebody is protecting somebody. There's people all over the internet that are all of a sudden experts at in-ring technique and know whether or not Nia Jax is protecting these people or not. And there's there's a list of people that Nia Jax has allegedly injured, and we'll get into in a second, but there's a lot of factors here. You know, luck plays a factor, you know, how somebody falls, but the sheer volume of people that have gotten injured due to Nia Jax is... It's alarming. And it is something that should be highlighted. You can't just excuse that. If you do, you're just blindly, blindly trying to defend Nia Jax for whatever reason. And that is such a shallow level of thinking that's a, a complete absence of critical thinking and you're just blindly defending her for no reason. This whole topic has arisen lately because of the frequency that people get injured while she is in the ring. Yeah, botches happen, but they shouldn't happen this often. You know, Seth Rollins, first of all, if you think that Nia Jax is getting shit and that nobody else gets shit, you're a moron. You have no depth of knowledge of the product and you shouldn't be speaking to it in that way if that's what you think is the reality. When Seth injured Finn, he got shit for it. Seth Rollins powerbombed Finn into the barricade, and Finn landed wrong. And Seth Rollins was pegged as unsafe. He was pegged as unsafe, not only for that spot, but for kneeing John Cena in the face and breaking his nose. Or for buckle bombing, sting, and injuring his neck. People have pegged Seth Rollins as being unsafe. But the fact is, Seth Rollins, if you look at if you're looking at injuries per match, Seth Rollins injures somebody about every 300 matches. Nia Jax injures somebody about every 30 matches. These are numbers we can measure. This isn't subjective here. This is the fact. Nia Jax whether those numbers are completely accurate you know, I'm not gonna go back and count every match and every injury and, and do that. But they're they're pretty close to accurate, and they represent the premise here, which is that Nia Jax injures people way more frequently than anybody else. And that's the point here. Yeah, botches happen. Owen Hart injured Stone Cold. Those happen. Miscommunications happen, freak accidents happen. But if you're gonna look at what Naya Jax did to Kyrie Sane. And and your response is, well, it ain't ballet. You're a fucking idiot. Everyone botches. But hers have been so consistent. They've been consistent and they've been due to her not thinking about her opponent or her surroundings. And yeah, not every one of these, these, these injuries, quote unquote, that I'm about to list out. Some of them maybe didn't result in somebody having to go to the hospital. Some of them didn't result in people missing work, but that's not the point here. You can't just look at that oh, she did something dangerous, but the opponent was fine. so it's okay. No, it's not okay because it could have gone bad due to her negligence. Whether or not injuries occurred, whether or not you know somebody had to wear a cast or whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck makes you think an injury was legit, whether or not that happened, those spots were dangerous and varying extents but they were dangerous and they were due to her not thinking about her opponent. And when a wrestler doesn't think about her opponent and doesn't think actively about protecting them, they shouldn't be in the fucking business. Now, I'm going to list out. So I've, I I looked online just to make sure I had all of them here. And I, I rewatched all of them to see what exactly happened. Because I want to be fair here. Because Nia Jax has this big resume now, right? Which, I'm, let me count. one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm I'm counting seven people right here. And they're all pretty much within a year that she injured. But some of them aren't as legit as people like to make them think. Some people just want to hate Naya. You know what I mean? And they want to have, they want to latch on to any, anything they can to add credibility to their argument that Naya is unsafe and that Naya is a terrible person. Naya is a pretty, I mean, I don't know her personally, but she seems pretty insufferable. Um, but I can only say so much because I don't know her personally, but just from her activity on social media, like like that thing when she fucking like Killer Cross basically retweeted somebody saying that Liv Morgan was a ripoff of Scarlet Bordeaux. Killer Cross retweeted that and commented something something to the effect of, Oh yeah, that is pretty similar. That's not word I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. And then Nia Jax responds to him saying, hey, sit the fuck down, dude. Or whatever the fuck, whatever she said. It was something like that. And that is the kind of attitude that has led to a lot of Nia's hate. And to me, that's perfectly legitimate. She's very green in the business, but she acts like she has authority and she does not. She does not. She's way, she needs to be humbled, basically, is my point here. But I'm getting off track here. Here's a list of people that Naya has allegedly injured. Number one, Zelina Vega. So in the Battle Royal at Evolution, the Evolution pay-per-view, there was a spot where Naya had Zelina in a gorilla press and threw Zelina over the ropes onto Tamina. And Zelina basically fell in a way. She basically hit Tamina and then fell headfirst on the ground. Now, whether or not she got a concussion, I don't know. But if anyone here thinks that they know, you don't. You don't. You don't know. Stop acting like you know if she got a concussion or not. Yeah, that coincides with the time that she got married to Aleister Black. But just because she was off TV to get married doesn't mean she also didn't have a concussion. But we just we just don't know. So we can only say so much about that. But I looked at that spot again because I haven't seen it since it happened. And that spot really just falls on Tamina, in my opinion. Tamina didn't really work as hard to catch her as she should have. And I don't think Nia Jax did anything particularly wrong or reckless here. So, Zelina Vega is one that I would cross off that list. It doesn't really... That's not Nia's fault, in my opinion, as far as I see it. Charlotte Flair. There were two instances in one match where Nia was here reckless. There was a spot where Charlotte went from moonsault to the outside onto a standing Nia Jax. Nia Jax in no way even kind of tried to catch her. She saw her throughout the whole moonsault, kept her hands by her side, and didn't even try to protect Charlotte at all. Complete bullshit on Nia Jax's part. This caused Charlotte to land basically right on their fucking face on the, on the floor. She was lucky. She didn't get a serious injury from that, and she was able to finish finish the match. But wait. However, later in the match, Nia Jax went for a shoulder breaker. So she had her up in a, uh, a power slam type position on her shoulders and was going to hit her with a shoulder breaker. So basically drop into her knee to make Charlotte's shoulder hit her knee. But Nia Jax somehow found a way to fuck this up. And basically spiked Charlotte's head right into her knee. Somehow Charlotte made it out of this match okay. But that's not an excuse. Nia Jax not catching Charlotte or driving Charlotte's head right into her knee when she wasn't expecting it. That doesn't make her look strong. That's not her character. That doesn't support her character building. That is just pure ignorance. It's pure negligence. It's lazy. It's, you know, it's clumsy, whatever you want to call it, whatever adjective you want to throw at it. It was botches on her part. And this is not miscommunication botches. This is her being reckless, period. Just her being reckless. Ember Moon. Now, I don't know what exactly happened here, but there is basically her, Nia Jax, and Ember Moon had a match. And then I guess it was later that night or the next day, Ember Moon's husband, who is also a wrestler, by the way, basically tweeted that, I think his tweet said, hope this unsafe moron doesn't hurt my wife again. Now, like I said, I don't know what the spot was, but um, if a wrestler is saying that, there has to be at least a little bit legitimacy in that. Um, But I can only say so much because, like I said, don't know exactly what happened there, but I can believe it. I can believe something stupid happened. R-Truth. So the Royal Rumble in 2019, R-Truth came out at number 30, and then Nia Jax attacked him from behind to take a spot, basically. He ba- she basically took out R-Truth and took a spot. Now, I watched this back, and it didn't seem that bad. You know, he ba- I, I guess R-Truth ran into a barricade in front of him. Um, maybe there was miscommunication as far as timing goes, but... For this, I, I don't really see a big deal. I think a lot of this was propagated by the fact that there were reports of R-Truth being hot about this spot. I guess maybe like fucked up his ankle a little bit, but he was he had a couple matches on SmackDown a few days later and there was a, I think it was on Nia's Instagram or something, there was a picture of them hugging after it, so I don't see a lot of legitimacy to that claim that R-Truth was injured due to, to Nia Jax being reckless in my opinion. Um next Bailey so there were two different spots here that um basically fucked up Bailey's shoulder there was one where this is the one that I knew of where Nia Jax basically just took her by the back of the head and slammed her on the mat now to me this kind of I chalked this one up to a freak accident you know Nia's got to be pretty strong to make that something like that look effective but, um, you gotta balance, you know looking strong and protecting your opponent. And I think Naya here was just focusing on looking strong and not at all thinking about Bailey and how she was gonna land. And then there was another spot on Bailey where Naya basically had her up in like a like a glam slam position, like a double chicken wing, where she was basically holding her in the air with her arms behind her back. And she threw her down now. It looked to me like Bailey was expecting just to fall or she wasn't expecting to be thrown down at that point. But basically, she landed very awkwardly and uh, injured her shoulder. She missed a month of action and was unable to participate in the pay-per-view that she was going to be in a match in, losing a big payday due to these reckless spots. And now the one that we all know is Becky Lynch. This was uh, building up to Survivor Series where you had the Raw and SmackDown ladies in the, in the ring at the same time. And there was a big melee, big brawl, whatever, whatever. And then Nia Jax just turns around and whacks Becky right in the fucking face and breaks her nose and her cheek. I, I, I don't know what exactly she broke, but she basically broke her face. And uh, if you're going to be a pro wrestler, you know how, you, have, you have to know how to punch somebody. You have to. And Nia Jax has shown that she does not know how to. to. To injure somebody to that extent, you either have to be completely unaware of your surroundings or you just have to be completely inept on how to execute offense in the ring. Either way, this provides more evidence that Nia Jax is very dangerous in the ring. And don't even try to come at me with, oh, that made Becky Lynch a star that night. She should thank Nia. Go Fuck yourself. Are you kidding me? If that is your response to that, like I don't know how you dress yourself in the morning, I don't know how you feed yourself during the day. If that is the kind of critical thinking skills that you have, that you think Becky Lynch should thank Naya for fucking breaking her face. Yeah, Becky Lynch happened to get that cool shot of her walking up the walking up the steps of the arena. But she could have done that. Without a broken face. And just because Becky ended up being fine at the end of the day doesn't excuse Naya. Just because somebody ends up okay doesn't excuse a dangerous spot. (laughs) The bitch just turns around with a closed fist and actually punches her in the fucking face. And we should be thanking Naya for that. Because a fucking ogre doesn't know how to hit somebody without absolutely demolishing their orbital bone. Doesn't know how to working punch the first thing you learn when you train to be a professional wrestler. We should thank her for turning around like a goddamn ogre and just... (laughs) Fucking idiot, dude. Seriously. Yeah, Becky ended up okay. But who's to say she... Wouldn't have ended up, okay, if not better, had this fucking elephant on an ice rink, not just clobbered her in the fucking mouth. Naya, there's no excuse in it. It was a dangerous spot, okay? It was a dangerous spot, and it shouldn't have happened. A dangerous spot like the one that happened recently, the one that has sparked all this outrage on the wrestling in the wrestling community, her spot with Kyrie Sane. Now, first of all, I've seen a lot of people claim that this wasn't a botch. It was. So we all we all have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, it's basically, Naya had Kyrie Sane up in the air, like in a like a double hand choke slam position, right? And she was going to throw her in the corner. Well, she was either a most likely was going to throw her in the corner, or B was going to throw her on the ground. But what happened was C, which she threw her head first into the bottom turnbuckle. It was a botch. It was not how it was designed to happen. Now, you're asking me, hardest part of the ring, how do you know what was designed to happen there? In no world. Not WWE, not AEW, not an indie promotion in Saskatoon. In no world. Do two people agree to one person getting thrown headfirst into a steel turnbuckle? Especially when that person getting thrown into the turnbuckle just fucking recovered from a concussion. Like a week or two ago. Are you kidding me, dude? You don't think that was a botch? If you don't think that was a botch... You must be drooling all over yourself and shitting your pants like 10 times a day because you're a fucking idiot. It's clear as day that that is not what was the plan. Nia Jax misjudged how far Kyrie was from the corner. And yeah, Kyrie ended up fine. That's great. But that, like I said, that isn't an excuse for Nia Jax's recklessness. And this isn't the same, by the way, as stiff. Japanese matches. People will say, oh, Kyrie's taken thousands of spots that were worse than that. Has she? Name me one. Name me one spot that was worse than that in terms of miscommunication with her opponent. You want to get dropped on your head with a pile driver or if you want to take a powerbomb off the top rope. Both parties involved in that know what's coming. And whoever is taking the bump knows how to brace for it. That's the key here. Both parties need to communicate in a way that the recipient knows how to brace for the impact. There's no way to brace for your head whiplashing against a turnbuckle. Doesn't matter whether you know that's coming or not. You can't brace for that. And that is how I know that that wasn't the plan. Kyrie got lucky here. But she was one inch away from disaster, dude. Naya had no idea where Kyrie was gonna land. she had no idea. she didn't care where Kyrie landed. She was just trying to get her shit in and trying to rush things and just trying to you know whatever get herself over whatever she was trying to do. She wasn't thinking about her opponent there and that is the mark of a dangerous wrestler. Oh well Kyrie was one inch away, but she 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 was away from it so that means she was fine. Kyrie was fine, so it's okay. Naya was just trying to look strong was she? Was D'Lo Brown trying to look strong when Draws landed on his head? Draws might have been one inch away from being perfectly fine, but guess what? He fucking wasn't. Ever heard of Chuck Austin? If you haven't, YouTube, Marty Jannetty, Chuck Austin. It was a pretty routine rocker dropper that paralyzed a wrestler. It just takes one misstep to completely derail somebody's life so yeah if you get hot about nia Jax being consistently dangerous that is legitimate it's justified oh uh, not not nia Jax. is just being a heel man she, she's the biggest heel in the business cool by potentially paralyzing people every other match he's in great character yeah far be it for her to just have a have a intriguing character have a character that people can invest in using her promo skills or using social media or using other nuances in pro wrestling to get her character over. But no, 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 no. She just has to default to injuring people every other goddamn match. But yeah, she's the biggest heel in the business, is she? Go fuck yourself. That's not the heat that you want. People aren't, this isn't a heel that people are going to buy pay-per-views to see. This is a heel that just gets hate on the internet. And that, Benefits nobody. It doesn't benefit Nia Jax at all. And if you think it does, you're delusional. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Nia is just coming back off of a year-long layoff from surgery. And I know that rust, ring rust, plays a factor here. So you can excuse some things, but you can't excuse recklessly throwing somebody headfirst into a turnbuckle. Everything about her is just rushed. You want to know what I mean? Watch how she pins somebody. She can't fucking pin somebody correctly. In WWE, when you pin somebody, you want to be facing the hard camera. You hit your finish, you face the hard camera when you pin somebody. Nia Jax, every time, every time before her injury and after, she'll hit her Samoan drop or whatever her is her finisher that day. She'll clumsily and slowly like awkwardly get up from her finisher walk like in a circle around her opponent and then just fucking trudgedly plop down and pin her it looks so awkward and so weird every time and she just can't figure out a way to do it in a smooth manner or do it at least half competently it's irrational how annoyed i get at that but it's something i notice every time And when you can't pin somebody correctly, you should at least be an NXT, not on the main roster. And that's a big mark of somebody who is reckless in the ring. That's how you can tell a certain wrestler is dangerous or reckless or however you want to put it. When they rush things, when you rush, that leads to injuries and that leads to disaster. Could be the opponent, could be the person given the move, could be someone else entirely. But it leads to disaster when you rush things. And when she is this big imposing figure, that also plays a factor. Look, Nia Jax is bigger than everyone on the roster in terms of women. Especially when she's working somebody like Kyrie Sane, who is one of the smallest. Yeah, the margin for error is very small. But you have to understand that and you have to know how to work with that. You have to find the balance in making your offense look strong. But also protecting your opponent. And that gets more difficult when the size discrepancy is so large. But she's been there for years now. She should know how to balance that. She should should have more nuance and technique in how she portrays herself as a strong character. She doesn't need to clumsily throw people on the ground or misstep when throwing somebody into a corner. There are ways she can work around her natural unathleticism. To make herself look imposing, but she chooses not to learn. She chooses not to better herself, and that's where the hate comes in. I don't, I'm not saying I hate Nia Jax, but lots of people on the internet do, and that hatred stems from her her unwillingness to improve. She hasn't improved at all since she started, at all. Not her in ring work, not her out of the ring work, not how she speaks about the product, not how she speaks in character. None of it. None of it's improved, and that's a product of laziness. That's where the hatred stems from. She's lazy. She doesn't care, and the fact that she doesn't care makes her injure people on a regular basis. She's bigger than a lot of the other women on the the roster that she's wrestling, but so is Viscera. So is Batista. So is Undertaker. They didn't injure people nearly as often as Nia Jax does. So no, that's not an excuse either, that she's bigger than everybody. She should know how to work around that. She should know. She, she should be an expert by now, but she's green at best at this point. Now, the reason that this Kyrie Sane spot has sparked so much outrage, a lot of it comes from Nia's comments on Ronda. I think it was on backstage where she appeared and basically claimed that Ronda was unsafe in the ring, which, first of all, like, look, is it likely that this is a work? Absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this all was leading to a feud with Ronda and uh, Nia. I could completely see that. I could I could completely see this being a work. But if you're gonna set up a storyline between the two, there are so many other avenues you could have taken. Nia could have said, "Oh, the fans didn't buy into her," or Nia could have said, uh, "She she she's weak. You know, she 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 lost in MMA and she completely went off the deep end and broke down. She's a weak person and she couldn't take the booze in WWE. She just she just has a weak spirit or something like that. You know, this that's just me talking off the top of the dome." But she had all this time to think about what she was going to say in terms of Ronda Rousey. And she went she was unsafe. I mean, the only the only way I can justify that is if Naya was kind of like playing into the rumors of her injuring people, playing into how how many people Naya has injured. Because, you know, you know, Naya knows all about how the Internet perceives her and how she injures people all the time. So maybe Naya was Playing into that. And if she was, then good for her. Making the good out of a bad situation. You know, the past is a past. But to call Rhonda unsafe and then go and actually be unsafe, it's one thing if you're, you know, just embracing the past mistakes you made and trying to better yourself going forward. But to call Rhonda unsafe and then go out there like a week later, maybe less, and then be completely unsafe yourself, see, it's, it's the hypocrisy of it all. Which has led to so much outrage against Nia. That's really the source of it. It's the hypocrisy of Nia's comments towards Rhonda, Coupled with her resume of injuring people. Coupled with her just inability to improve in the ring. But like I said, it could all be a work. But considering that Rhonda injured Alexa Bliss and basically put her on the shelf for a year. Right? And Alexa Bliss is Nia Jax, one of Nia Jax's best friends in real life. So you could say it's a work, but I'm more leaning towards Nia just being petty that Rhonda injured her best friend. That's where I lean. And, you know, not Ronda made, you know, in terms of the comments she made, I think it was on Steve-O's podcast, right? She basically referenced WWE and called it fake fighting. And that caused a lot of outrage from a lot of the people on the roster. Now people say are saying that this could be a work. But really, is is they're they're starting a storyline on a random Steve-O podcast. Is that more likely than Rhonda just being a dickhead? <laughs> I don't think so. But you know, it is what it is. I guess we'll see how it unfolds, but like I don't know, man. Very hypocritical on nice part to go out there and injure some almost injure somebody right after she called somebody unsafe. That's basically where I'm at. So to sum up is Nia Jax unsafe? I don't think her resume is as vast as people like to make it out to be as far as how many people she's injured. I think people overblow it a lot. I think people just, I think people think they know more than they actually do. But all you got to do is watch that Kyrie Sane match and how reckless she was. That's all you got to watch. Or if you want to go watch the Charlotte match or the, the Bailey match, go go and do that too. This isn't miscommunication. This isn't poor technique. This is her not caring about her opponent. And that is the absolute purest mark of a dangerous wrestler.